Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Joining us now, the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. He is once again a part of the greatest spectacle in racing, row five with Andretti. He's in a Honda, and Kyle Kirkwood joins us now. Hello, Kyle. How are you? Good. How are you? I guess I want to double back to last weekend. Were you satisfied with what you and your team did to get you into row five? Obviously, you're always pushing for more, but what was your thoughts when this weekend was said and done? I mean, we we uh, we executed super well on, on qualifying day. We just really didn't have the outright pace that we expected to have based on our fast Friday and our multiple runs uh, throughout the week. I'm not. We're kind of scratching our heads a little bit why that is, but we ultimately, I mean, we're we're fast. You know, we're extremely fast, especially in race race trim, um, and that's what matters. You know, qualifying is is super important for this race, but at the same time, it's better to have a good race car than a good qualifying car. So uh, we're happy. We executed well over the weekend. We're happy with with 15th based on our pace um, that we started off with. We constantly went faster every time we went out which is something that not many people can say that they did um in qualifying so we're happy with that we're happy with our race car we kind of solidified everything on on monday that we already knew um so we're, we're in a good spot heading into the weekend he is from andretti autosport kyle kirkwood is on the andy moore automotive group hotline i know that you cannot make a relation or a connection from long beach for example to indy at all but in terms of your level of confidence, how much of a boost was that when you go back to that win at Long Beach? And is that a confidence boost for you as a driver that can have carryover, even if you know the car and the track and the circumstances don't at all mirror Long Beach to Indy? Well, I mean, at the yeah, it, it does. It does help. Obviously, it's so much different racing on a street course versus an oval, right, or any road or street course compared to an oval. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you're a race-winning caliber team and driver, and it's, it's a confidence boost for the driver, but it's also a massive confidence boost for the team. Right. You know, because we feel like we're race-winning capable um, between all of us on the 27 crew. So uh, that's important. That's important to have that kind of aura around you because um, momentum brings a lot of things in, in racing, and hopefully we can continue that trait that we've had we've been fast all year long we've been fast in all the races so um and there's no reason why we shouldn't be this weekend that's why i was interested too because how much of a boost was that for you and your teammates coming off of that win at long beach you know i mean it it was it was a great i mean it was a great weekend for the entire team right we finished first second and fourth which can't i mean the only thing better is you finish first second and third and and have that fourth car somewhere up in there in the mix too but there's not many teams that can say that they finished three cars in the top five this year. Um, or I think that there might be only one other team that can say that. So it's uh, we had a really good weekend at Long Beach. We needed that. We've been solid all year long. We just couldn't get the execution right um, in a couple of the first races. So it was nice to have that third race and, and get it done there um, because that kind of 
felt like we shook the monkey off our back for for a period of time, you know, and, and that helped us into Barber and NDGP, and it helps us into this weekend as well. He is Cal Kirkwood of Andretti Autosport with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. How has it been being a part of this team with, you know, those that are with you, your teammates as well, being advised by Michael Andretti? How's the experience been for you so far? It's been amazing, and, and I'm probably the least experienced driver, probably me and Devlin are at least, um, when it comes to the Indy 500 and, and setting up a car at this place and, and whatnot. Um, so it's been super helpful having drivers that, that have, uh, I mean, a cumulative of five Indy 500 wins um, between Elio and Simon that are kind of under our umbrella with Meyer Shank. And um, all the experience across Michael, my engineer, who's won Indy 500, um, and I mean, there's just there's just so much knowledge, right? And they've made me feel super comfortable in the position that I'm in. Not a stressful environment at all, um, which is important for for myself and uh, for the entire team in general. So it's been a it's a, been a great atmosphere between all of us. Um, we've made a lot of headway this this past these past few weeks. And um, yeah, so it's uh, everything's gone super well. It's uh, Kyle Kirkwood with us. You've won on every level leading up to IndyCar and where you are right now. And obviously, we talked about you winning uh, over a month ago at Long Beach. This is your expectation, isn't it, to be a driver at this level? And, and I know that, you, again, the confidence, you don't get here without the confidence. And obviously, we've seen your success. But this is all from a driving standpoint and from your individual standpoint, stuff that you expected out of you all along, isn't it? I mean, I think I think any driver that's in the series can say the same thing, right? Is you're you're kind of you're in this to win a race, and that that's what you kind of expect, and that's what you hope for. Um, it's nice that we got that first win, you know, and and my expectations became true, and um, that's that's the trait that is con- going to continue to be. Is um, there anything like the lead-up experience, and then that first lap or two, and getting used? To your your car and the greatest spectacle in racing, can you tell the folks out there exactly what that feels like, especially from a very younger standpoint that you have? Yeah, you know the the coolest thing about the Indy 500 to me, um, apart from the driving side, is the pre-race ceremonies when you're standing on grid and there's and it's really not the roar of the people; it's actually the silence of everyone when they play taps and and you have the prayer and. The national anthem with the flyover, um, that that whole part of the event is is incredible to me. Um, it's just so cool. You, you can't you TV doesn't do it justice, right? If you're here for it, you kind of get to feel the energy of everyone. And, and for me, it's it's that silence of of 300,000 people for a period of time. So that's something that's just so cool about the Indy 500. Going into that first turn, does it look like you're just going to be swallowed up by all the people? That has to be uh, yeah, you know, really when weird. When you first go out, right? Because yeah. we spent an entire month where they only allow uh, certain places for, for fans to go to. Um, and then you go out to the first lap for the Indy 500, and, and the straightaway feels narrow on the front straight especially because there's fans filled in on either side and kind of the vibrant yeah. colors of everyone wearing different T-shirts changes like your your view on the corners and on the straight and and it gives you like a weird depth perception you get used to it after 
the first few laps and on the warm-up laps you you're kind of you kind of I guess rethink it and kind of understand the uh, the depth perception of it, but it does change some things when you first go out there because you're like, wow, it feels it feels narrow now, and you get a lot of eyes on you. So it uh, it changes things for for that first uh, first few laps. How long does it take you to get used to it? Um, you know, I mean, last year it was kind of after the start, uh, after the start, then you you focus back on what you're supposed to do. But those first few warm up laps and parade laps. Um, it makes you uh, you, you kind of look around, right, and yeah. you see all the fans, and it's and it's super cool because I mean that's a, that's a moment that I feel like many of us drivers take in, right, is to acknowledge how many people are there and how big of an event and how important, how much history there is behind this event, and that's that's part of it when when you go out there and you see how many people are filled inside the stands around a two and a half mile circuit. You know, it's there's no there's no seat untaken, so it's uh it's it, it's a big super cool part of, of this race. He is Kyle Kirkwood of Andretti Autosport with us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. So Ed Carpenter is a friend of mine, and he always tells me that he tries to really shut everything down. He's got a weekend routine, race weekend routine, where he shuts everything down at one time, blocks out absolutely everything. Do you do the same? Is there a point where you shut everything down and your focus is getting rest and concentrating on that race? Yeah, I mean, that's an important part of it, right, it's getting in the right mindset for the race, and, and I feel like most of us drivers do that. I try and avoid most most things an hour out of any event, um, including the 500. It's hard to do, right, because yeah. you usually have obligations and media events, and you got people wanting to get interviews with you and, and whatnot before you get into the car. Yeah. Um, but the most important thing for me is just honing in on – what you need to do as a driver and being there with your team. Um, usually I try and just only talk to my team members, which is the crew that's on, on my car. Um, we kind of have a strategy in place and talk to your engineering strategist, whatnot. Usually that's the group that I kind of focus around. Um, when you're about an hour out before an event, always. Yeah. It's funny too, because they do, people do want to hear from you. People want interviews and such. And while you, you see this across the board now in really every form of racing, but it's just different, it would seem to me, in preparation for the Indy 500. It would seem like if your mind's not right, the rest of you is not going to be right. That's kind of how I think about it. Is that how it's felt to you so far? Yeah, it is. You know, I mean, you never like to go into a race and you feel like, man, I, I haven't focused enough. Right. Because you've been so busy with other things right usually things don't go well and it's and it's, it might be a little bit of a placebo thing right where you're like oh i haven't focused enough and then you go out there and have that in the back of your mind um so it's important to get that 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 space for a period of time just to uh, whether it's placebo or not um kind of just get you in the right mindset Hey, this is the first time placebo's ever been mentioned on this show. This is a hell of a moment we're celebrating right here. Well done, <laughs> Kyle Kirkwood of Andretti Autosport. He is um, he is with us. Um, what do you, what do you do? All right, so like today, I know you do a lot of interviews. You probably got uh, appearances to make. Uh, what do you do leading up to obviously Carb Day and that final preparation, and then on, on Saturday, how do you handle well, things when you're not working? Well, today is uh, actually Community Day, so me. Colton, Roman, we all went to um, an elementary school nearby. Oh, cool. Went, okay. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. You went to, uh, yeah, I, I, where was it? I forget Chapel where you Glen. went now. Yeah. Yeah, Chapel Glen Elementary. Yes. There's about 300 
it's there. And we, we did some activities with them. We raced around on some little scooters and uh, built some little model cars with them and did some trivia stuff with them. So it, it was good fun. It's, it's cool to do that stuff, right? I mean, it's easier than, than our uh, normal job where we're staring at computers and trying to be precise in a car that's doing 240 miles per hour. So that, that's the fun part of it. And it's, it's cool to give back and see all the kids and create some excitement um, for people that are going to be fans uh, hopefully the rest of their lives. How much time do you spend in the uh, simulating system as a driver? Uh, on tons of time as much time as we get we usually i want to say we do close to 10 days a year in the hpd sim which is the one most drivers use that that are honda drivers and those days consist of 8 a.m to 6 p.m where you're constantly running a simulator your eyes are burning by the end of of that day no doubt and you're you get really tired from running a sim probably more so than actually driving the real car just because you're staring at a computer um more or less so it's uh, a lot of it has to do with them, but it's also a lot of sim work within the team, right? I mean, they're doing constant simulation stuff on their computers, and they're running sims based on crazy things. I don't really even know how it works, because I'm not an engineer, but um, they're constantly running sims, and it requires a ton of data and a lot of brain power to, to get it done. But, no, w- within us as drivers, we, we do a lot of days, and usually it's around 10, 10 a year, so... You get most tracks in. Hey, Kyle, before I let you go, do they does a simulator throw like major malfunctions your way that you have to deal with, and do they do the same thing with your crew as far as the possibilities are concerned? Well, you try and minimize that, right? And you recognize what are errors and what aren't errors. Okay. Um, so it's um, every once in a while you'll get something that is inaccurate, but usually it's caught before we we believe it. So it's um, it's important to have good people around that that understand when things are true and false. That's that's awesome. It's Kyle Kirkwood right there, road number five, Andretti Autosport. Uh, kind enough to join us via the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline for you and your team. Hey, go get them coming up on Sunday. Cannot wait to watch you. And uh, here's hoping that we talk to you on the other side as the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500 uh, race winner. But it's fantastic conversation, Kyle. I appreciate it very much. No worries. Thank you, guys. You got it. Thank you. Kyle Kirkwood right there on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Good dude. Very young. Still working through that experience, but obviously has won on every level in which he has ever raced. So incredibly successful to this point. 24-year-old Kyle Kirkwood, row number five. Greatest spectacle in racing. More to come. 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.